Resh al Ghul. Greetings, detective. Detective. I like how he. I love how he oh says. God, detective. I love how he it's says that. So good, so good. What's happening, guys? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. I'm of course the host, Mr. Dave the Film Junkie. With him as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going, sir? Dude, you should see the amount of notes I took on this episode. <laughs> Great I'm, episode. It's such a good episode. It's such a good episode, and yet bittersweet for us mm. in 2022 because we lost Denny O'Neill last year. Yeah. Did we lose him last year or 2020? I can't remember. Hey, it, it's all, it all blends because of the pandemic. <laughs> I know. It really bad. does. Yeah. But then this year... We lost both Neil Adams and David Warner. Mm -hmm. So, and and all three of those names are essential to this episode. And of course, mm -hmm. I'll expound on that, you know, as we go along. But still, it's like, oh, it's like I love this episode. Mm. Damn, did we have to wait till like we lost all those people to talk <laughs> about know, right? it? To get to it. I know. It's sad, but you know, it's just that's the way things are. But yes, we we're talking about uh, the devil's quest. Part. Demon's quest. Demon's quest, sorry. <laughs> Already a foul up. Sorry. The the demon's quest um <laughs> part one. And uh yeah, we already got an introduction to uh to to uh, Mr. Raz or Raish or whatever you want to call him. I know people call it different him different things. And I think we kind of discussed that, like the proper way to say his name. Yeah. And, and you know, you the only and, and I know like Fatma has has talked a lot about, you know, with Arabic. I think yeah. the, the the Raz al Ghul, she is there. And, and since, you know, that is her heritage, I you know, it's like I defer to her when it comes to that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll take her word on it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know, I go, I will never let go of Raish only because of two reasons. Uh, mm -hmm. One, that's the way Denny O'Neill pronounced it. So that was the way that when this character was introduced to me in this episode, it was like, this is the pronunciation that's been like, burned in my brain oh yes yeah. brief life of female guy oh, oh, we're yeah, we talk know. about that we're gonna talk about those strikes <laughs> yeah it's good stuff good to uh see you again detectives yes i just love how he calls them detective it's really it's really fantastic well like, it's, it's like it, a... it's so it's like between yeah. him calling batman detective and mm -hmm. talia calling him beloved it's beloved, just like yeah. when you hear those words it's like you you know you know who these characters are. Yeah. Uh, Dennis O'Neill said it should uh, be said like how they say it in the series, according to his interview on Fat Man on Batman. So no, there you no, go. Yeah, because that was the way Dick yeah. O'Neill always yeah. pronounced it. Pronounced it, yeah. The, the, the argument just becomes in actual Arabic. Yes. So it's pretty much so how so how like. How, how are we going to say it? Like pretty much just Raish. Raish. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I pronounce it like it's spelled R-A-Y-S-H. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like, uh, like this, I guess you could say. Uh, like yes, exactly. Yeah. I yeah, have heard, work. I have heard some people say, and, and once again, people disagree. I have heard <laughs> that there is, I think because it translates as the demon's head. Mm -hmm. I have heard some people say that depending on whether you pronounce it Raish or Raz, one is literally a demon's head, and then the other one is more figurative, like you're saying head of state. Ah, okay. Makes sense. 
there you go. There's your lesson for uh, when it comes to pronouncing Rachel Ghoul. And uh, yes, he's very much a subject in this episode, which we already got our T's at one point. Uh, we already off met balance. Talia, off yeah. balance. And uh, we got the little T's right at the end, which, uh, you know, it was kind of cool because it's like, oh, there he is. And it's just kind of funny. Oh, when you oh, oh yeah. Or the 10 year old us going. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, is that the guy? The that that guy who did like all the crazy like uh, a, a doom stuff that he did that one episode? I remember I always got them confused right there. Thank you, Lawrence. Uh, thank you for uh, saying that. Appreciate it. Um, but anyways, yeah. And uh, what's interesting about the start of this uh, this episode is no real title card on this. Kind of, but not really. Not really. And yeah. a whole prologue sequence before before we get to, before we get to the title. Which uh, does come. I, th this is a great time to mention that this episode up to a point, and I can point it out when we get there, is, dear God, like a ripped from the page panel by panel adaptation of Batman number 232, which nice. has a cover date of June 1971 and is called Daughter of the Demon. Yeah, but. Which was of course written by Denny O'Neill and drawn by Neil Adams. But uh yeah, it's like it, it's like you just rip rip the pages out. Like they followed it, of course, when you pay attention to who wrote this episode. Uh, <laughs> of course. Followed it, followed it pretty beat by beat. And there is a prologue in that issue. Now the yeah. funny thing is is that the flipping cover like spoils the twist. Kind of does, doesn't it? I'm trying. I'm. 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 I'm, I, I'm thinking. I got the right cover in my brain. Oh, let me see yeah. if I can bring up the cover. Because yeah, kind of, I was like thinking about that too. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. We should. Yeah, I should have had that on hand because I thought about that issue uh, when it, when I was watching this episode, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. It kind of. <laughs> well, hold on. Kinda, here we go. I'm gonna, I, I found yeah. it. Let's let's share this. But mm -hmm. it's just like seriously. It's like seriously. You know, uh, they come on that one. There we go. Yeah, here we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> when I decide Robin must die, he dies. Yeah. I mean, I mean, seriously, it's like, well, thank you for ruining the whole flipping twist in the episode. I mean, much, really? Right? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, yeah, it's still a pretty awesome cover that's the oh, thing and, and you know what i mean Neil adam's cover of course it's yeah, awesome. yeah of course it's uh yeah very very awesome i mean but that's the thing is like sometimes you get these i remember specifically i remember i mean i remember one flash flash cover that i i will it's embedded into my brain um when i was just we were at the the market we were checking out and i'm going over to the little comic book you know that that rotating stand that they all were in mm, it rack, yeah 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 spinner rack and then i remember just seeing the cover of this flash issue that that showed the flash on the ground blood all over his back and it said r.i.p written in blood and i was going oh, i gotta get this issue with the flash dies you know it was like it was like i don't know if you remember that little arc right there where the flash did die um and he got killed by um fuck, who did he get killed by i forgot totally forgot well, yeah, well, is this is this wally is this when wally was the flash yeah it's a wally it's a wally west uh uh yeah it's wally west flash where uh, god damn i can't remember was it shit it was in like 1991 too or something like that 
but it was kind of like he gets killed. He kind of does like he goes off into like a heaven kind of thing. And then they kind of rebuild his body a little bit. They give him like a new suit. And it was I don't know. Oh, so it was a great little, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. OK. I thought who shot him, though. I'm just totally blanking on that. But I just just talking about covers and just seeing that. I mean, it does happen. He does get shot at the end but it's just like they just kind of just show it right there like oh yeah r.i.p but it was such a dark cover then it made me go mom 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 i gotta get this i gotta get this i gotta get this i gotta get it i gotta get it because it was just like and then of course i got like 10 of the the, the issues after it because i wanted to see this arc like uh you know finish itself out so yeah those damn spinner racks man i want a spinner rack i want to find one and just stick like uh any books that i have just stick them all in there just for just to have it up somewhere. I remember looking up, uh, looking on like eBay and stuff to try spinner racks. They're kind of expensive. They're not yeah. hard to come by, and they're kind of expensive. I was like, shit, man. All right. <laughs> I was like, because I had this whole idea of like, oh, it would be cool to have either like a shelf to put that that magazines run or DVDs for like a background thing, and then a spinner rack too. But I was like, god damn, they're hard to find first off, and then they're pretty expensive. I was like, shit. So. We'll Man. see what happens maybe later on. Man, tonight. we just started the episode off with a tangent, didn't we? We totally did. We totally did. You know, just what we do here. It's what we do here. But yes, uh, I know we went from, hey, the title card, not exactly a title card to whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. <laughs> well, spinner racks. Spinner racks. <laughs> you know, damn it, Barry. Oh, yeah, right. Damn it, Wally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, because we get the cool prologue. And I mean, like, yeah. what a great atmosphere setter because Oof. the lightning and the rain, stormy. it's stormy. And you got that theme going, which, by the way, this is not a Shirley Walker episode. This is oh. a Michael McCusin episode. Michael McCusin. I can never get, my, I can never pronounce that well, man's last name. Welcome to my world. <laughs> ah, I'm really, it, I don't like being in your world. Babe. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a wonderful musical motif that plays it throughout is. this entire episode. And then you're kind of wondering like, wait, well, what's, what's happening here? But it's just Robin just going back to his dorm. I mean, I was like, oh, okay. We're at Gotham university. He's getting back into his dorm, which I love the fact that I wrote it down too. He has a picture of Bruce. Bruce, his... yes. <laughs> I just yes. felt like I just looked at him like, oh, Dick has a picture of Bruce Wayne just on his uh, his dresser, and I'm like, that's cool. I guess. I mean, he looks up to the man. I get it. You know, I, I, I it's understandable. But it was just it just kind of threw me off. That was like the first thing I noticed when well, he was yeah, getting back. Yeah, it's kind of like having of... like your family photos because he does have a picture yeah. of the flying Grayson yes, like right next to it there. So true. Yeah, so it was just yeah, it's just kind of funny, but then of course he's uh he's met with some intruders in uh, inside his dorm, and uh, one of them of course being uh well the what do they call him the devil's head or like that's well you that kind of looks like it looks like Anubis I th I think that's what it's, yeah it's, so so it's a, so it's a jackal's head okay. I think is what it's supposed to be, but because Raish's origin is ancient Egypt. Mm, um, I yeah. think it would make sense that he would probably have, you know, you know, Anubis, you know, God of the dead from oh, yeah. mythology. Definitely comes from that. Looks like that. It's freaky looking. That's for very short. freaky looking, especially in the animated series style. Yeah. This mm -hmm. guy on the straight lines and all that. Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. And then and then, of course, uh, then we kind of fast forward a couple of days. We don't know right away. But of course, I just I, I almost wrote the note, but I was like, all right, this is two days later because, you know, we and then we finally get the title card, which is what we see behind here. And it's just the door to the Batcave. It's the right. door to the Batcave. I mean, and we see the title card. We see that. And then all of a sudden when it goes away, you know, and Batman comes through his bike. And I almost went, of course, it was storming outside. Of course, he's riding his bike. <laughs> <laughs> I started thinking like that, but I'm like, but then when he talks to Alfred, it's been two days. They've been looking for Dick. They've been looking. Nobody's seen Dick or Robin anywhere. He's checked out everything. So obviously they're kind of just going, what the hell? And then, of course, he gets a nice little envelope. Um, I want to take uh, a moment I, before we move on, though, yes. to point out that after the title, because you know, we didn't really get a quote title card. We just mm -hmm. get like, you know, we, we get the the cue, you know, the cues up there. But this episode was actually written by Denny O'Neill. Like yeah, so, yeah. he he adapted his own issue and wrote the script. And we've talked about how Marv Wolfman has written an episode. Lynn yep. Ween has written a couple of episodes. I mean, he wrote last week's episode. So it's still just so cool to me that now that I'm old enough to recognize these names, that like legit legit comic book writers were writing episodes and at the time this episode aired denny o'neill was the editor on batman comics he oh, was like well, the editor-in-chief of batman comics at this point no it's a newfound respect for this series when you watch it older and you start looking at names everywhere you're paying attention to the credits and everything and no, there's just like a new fan and you go, wow. Yeah, they were really and, and it makes you hopeful for maybe, you know, with off obviously the Cape Crusader thing that's coming out. I mean, makes you wonder if they do something like that with that series, which well, David said you know how like that. Sorry. Yeah, I was about to say, do, <laughs> acts of Zasloff, you know, yeah. hands off. But, but you know, they kind of already started it by having Ed Brubaker as like a yeah. head writer. Yeah. I know. I, I, that's why I'm going, I don't think. Like when when I remember people were asking me, people were sending me messages stuff like, "Hey, do you think the uh, the new uh, animated series is in trouble?" I'm like, "Well, I think anything can be in trouble." But at the same time, I'm going, "It would be so stupid if they decided to just go, all right, we're not going to do that because it's Batman. How, it's, it's Batman, Batman. and it's." It's anime. It's another animated series. They know exactly how big this animated series is. That's why you can still watch every episode on HBO Max. Uh, the the players involved are still involved, and like you said, we got some extra players involved. That's going to add to it. It's going to be a little bit more grittier. It's going to be, and I think that I don't. I, I'm pretty sure it's 100 safe. Like they're going to be like, yeah, move forward with that. Of course. So we'll be okay, guys. Yeah. But yeah, Zaslav was just making us a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, man. I, I do appreciate how concerned Alfred is. And he's like, I'm going to go right? upstairs, sir, in case he calls. And then, mm -hmm. of course, he hands he hands him the envelope. It's from a messenger. I, I, I didn't write it down, but I love the fact that if you pay attention to it, we actually get the address for Wayne Manor on the envelope. <laughs> That's right. Huh? It is addressed right there. But uh, yeah, let me get, of course, we get the, an image of uh, Robin tied up. And then, of course, there's like some kind of somebody holding a specific kind of dagger. Like mm -hmm. a like a, a wavy kind of, or I don't know what exactly what you would call that kind call, of dagger. I was like, I, I don't know. I, I always call that a squiggly. <laughs> it's a squiggly dagger. 
Yeah, squiggly dagger. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And uh, yeah, so that's, of course, shocking. That is, of course, shocking. And then, of course, what's even more shocking is Raish and his, uh, his, uh, his number one dude next to him, Abu, I think his name was, Ubu. right? Boo Boo. Okay. No, not Boo Boo. Boo Boo. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Spell it with me, Dave. You. <laughs> B. You. Yes, I spelled it correctly on my notes, but for some reason I went a boo. I don't know why. I was thinking maybe Aladdin. Aladdin. That's the monkey yeah, I was Aladdin. thinking Aladdin. Totally had an Aladdin moment right there. But uh, yeah, Ubu, uh, which is like a big, huge, bald, brooding dude who wears a vest. And yes. Uh, and then they're just there. And then, of course, this is when, like, you know, Bruce has already taken off the cow. You know, he's already. By the way. Am I wrong or does the fucking costume look really cool in this episode? You know why? Because the blue is so dark. It's basically yes. black in this episode. Right? I was like going, I was like, man, why is like this? This the the, the costume is looking sharp. I mean, and I even wrote it too later on. I wrote it right here. It says Batman's costume seems almost black and gray. And then there's even moments where even the gray looks dark. Like they really, I don't know. The animation's pretty damn good in this. This really is good. And, and this is also uh, a name we've mentioned many times before. This is directed by Kevin Altieri. Mm. So so we're yeah. you know we're talking about like one of our like yeah you know heavy like. You know, he's the guy who directed like Heart of Steel and so many other things. Oh, I directed. Um, I think he was the one who directed On Leather Wings. So, like, mm. you know, we're we're not talking about a slouch here when it comes to no, our. We're talking about yeah, especially like directing one of the first episodes, uh, or the first episode, I should say. But yes, um, and then yeah, Raisha is there, and then of course, um, you know, Bruce starts freaking out, and it's like, how the hell did they get? And then I love how Rach just kind of just goes like, well, the, later on, he explains how he found out uh, who he was and everything. But then, of course, we get the uh, we get the whole like coughing of Rach, like when he starts, like just starts coughing, coughing, coughing. And and, you know, just so and he admits that uh, that he's older. Yes, older than you can imagine and stuff like that. And it's just like, yep. And of course, knowing the character and knowing the the episode, you go, oh, okay. He was already hinting like to Batman and everything about what was happening here. And then of course they're like, all right, well, we have to go to India because hey, I kind of I I know where your boy is. And and then of course it's just like you're almost <laughs> you're almost you're, you're trying to fool Batman here. Are you really trying to fool Batman here? Well, but 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 gives Batman the opportunity to recognize the knife and even yeah. recognize the rope. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's 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 kind of cool like yeah that's like sherlock holmes level uh you know that, that batman's pulling here which is something that i love about there's a couple of things i really enjoy about when denny o'neill writes batman because denny o'neill in the 70s when he took over writing batman especially when he ended up pairing up with neil adams is one they brought batman back to being you know the you know his dark roots. We talked about that, like with laughing fish. Mm -hmm. um, but then also they made him James Bondian like this, like in the comics, this is when he's living in like Wayne tower. You know, that's why I loved it when we saw that all in the Batman by Matt Reeves was that that was very much that seventies era. Mm -hmm. So it was really fun to realize that when he kind of style, he made Bruce Wayne that more of the playboy and made him kind of James Bond. Like, this is this is a globe trotting episode. I mean, one hundred percent, yeah, 
And it's that's what's great about it too. And then of course, <laughs> I just love this this whole uh, thing with uh, with Ubu and uh, the fact that he can't uh, he can't exit or leave, go through any door without uh, having you know obviously Raish go first. And like he shoves Batman out of the way. I mean, li- like not not just shoves. I mean, he I mean, freaking. He- yeah. Boom. And it, yeah. And, and, I, and I love it when when uh, when, when Raish is like, "You must excuse my manservant. He can be what you might call." overzealous <laughs> and it, you might call it overzealous and i love how batman goes i think i'll call it strike one yeah no and then we're like oh yeah that's gonna come into play we're gonna get to strike three one of the yeah i think in somewhere in this episode um and then yeah he says that and then uh uh, and then, of course, when they're on the plane, this is where Raish kind of, ex- you know, he pretty much explains how he found Bruce. And it's just like because he leads, you know, a secret, you know, kind of something in Gotham. And, of course, they're going to know. And, you know, I mean, yeah, I guess if you have the powers at your will, you're going to kind of put two and two together when it comes to like, hey, well, be honest, yeah. like, don't you yeah. ever think some like not just yeah. somebody, but s- several some bodies should be able to like figure this one out like it's but now that i'm older i also wonder if we should call bullshit on that explanation Mm -hmm. because when we know that talia saw him without his mask back and off balance now he acknowledges that he even says you know yeah bruce wayne was the one that matched my uh daughter's description but I think back to off balance when Batman starts to say, then, you know, I'm and she goes, Shh, the, you know, the walls have ears like don't don't say it. It's like, did she real? So did Talia really take off the mask and not know that was Bruce Wayne and just matched a physical description to what racial going or is race or, or can we call bullshit? And just like, no, your daughter saw who you were and told me you were Bruce Wayne. I mean, I don't I mean, maybe. <sighs> I mean, there's like that. Yeah, maybe she just explained like maybe she didn't know who he was. And I mean, it's always a very weird thing because I've even had that complaint when it came to, uh, you know, when it came to the Snyderverse and you have Clark going, who's that? You know, it's like, how do you not know who Bruce Wayne is? And then you have Barry going, why is there a perfect, you know, I don't know who you are, but blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, do you not know who Bruce Wayne is? I mean, I've always kind of wondered, like, just how, you know, when it comes yeah, how much of a public persona does he have? I mean, obviously, in today's world, not back in the 90s, today's world, obviously, it's going to be a lot more because we have all this information at our fingertips. But back then, maybe not so much. I don't know. I, well, you know, you, that's a good idea. It's like, yeah. it's like, think about people like Rockefeller or, yeah. or, or, or you, know, or the, you know, those robber barons. It's like, you knew the name. But you don't but know what could, they look like. But could you pick the guy out of a crowd kind nope. of deal? Nope. So I think like nowadays, I think just living in nowadays when we think about the stuff and this is stuff that they have to consider, too, when it comes to superheroes now, which is kind of cool that, you know, you with every little new you know decade, we have to like adapt to the era. And now we have the era of just like social media. Everybody has a camera strapped to their ass. That's why it's like. Um, you know, when, when I think when it came to Batman, when it comes to Batman, a lot harder because he's going to be, he's not going to be out there during the day. He's going to be more at night. But even like when it came to the Batman and seeing all the stuff that the Riddler had all on his wall, you kind of, you could maybe like, cause you have like a, a, a sketch of Batman and possibly a, a faint image and you have Bruce Wayne, like right next to it. You could almost go, 
wait a minute, I know that chin, you know, or something. I don't know. But there's also, going back to, you know, even Matt Reeves, the Batman, you know, there was such talk about how Bruce was a hermit. And it's yeah. like, well, if he doesn't pop his head out that much, how are you going to know, like, what he looks like? Like, him showing yeah. up for the mayor's funeral in that film was like, oh, my God, Bruce yeah. Wayne came outside. Yeah. Yeah, people were shocked about that. But when it comes to this Batman, I mean, he does make public appearances. I mean, even the last episode we watched, you know, they're doing a demonstration with that with that helicopter. He's there. He's chilling. He's like, I mean, I don't know if it was filmed. Was it filmed? I don't know. Well, I think they were filming. I think. Well, no, I think there was because there was someone doing a camera. But maybe that was like millet. Like maybe that was top. That was top secret, like military for the media. It wasn't the media. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I mean, there's yeah, we could go, we, we could have a whole episode talking about the ins and outs of trying to figure out who Batman is. But let's just say, Raish, he has his, he has his stuff, he has his sources. He he's also, he's also thousands of, you know, hundreds, yeah. maybe thousands of years old. So and I, yeah, and I love how he mentions to, uh, to Batman about like uh, something that Napoleon told him. You know, like uh, I forgot exactly what the quote was, but he mentions how Napoleon told him something, and Batman's just like. What? what like you see like the <laughs> eyes the eyes are like it's like if he wasn't wearing the cowl he'd have his freaking like eyebrow up like what the fuck is this guy talking about napoleon huh i mean <laughs> i just thought that was pretty cool because they're like hinting i yes. love how they subtle hints that yes this guy is not how he looks and there's a reason for it that you're gonna find out at the end of this episode if you don't know you know and that's what was so great about it and that was also great when we were 10 because we didn't know yeah. We didn't know yeah. who this guy was. <laughs> exactly. And it was a quite a, it was quite a reveal, which is what's going to be the clip for. for oh, uh, of course episode. it's going to be the yeah, clip. Because it's just so cool. It's such a it's great cliffhanger. So, oh, it's but, uh, so good. And um, I love the whole uh like Batman and like the has a winter coat over his costume. They're gonna like obviously parachute out of the helicopter. Uh, I don't know why I just like that. I always like it when he has to have extra clothing on. It's, it's like it's like the variant action figures. <laughs> yes, you know? yes, that's exactly what it is. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we we we've, we 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 jumped so far ahead because you're already talking yeah, about the Himalayas, but we haven't I even know. gotten to Calcutta yet. I know. You know I'm sorry. And, <laughs> no, it's fine in India. Yeah. But I always think it's interesting. Like, there's just Batman, Raish, and Ubu like walking in the middle of you know a street in Calcutta. You know, mm-hmm. Batman saying about this is an area and and he was going, it's my job to know these things. Yes. And I once love again, that line. oh, God, well, once <laughs> again, just line. like this ultimate detective. Yes. You know, stuff. Once again, what's and, and Rache, and Rache, real now, this? And Raisha acknowledges that. And that's why I would say that's why he calls him detective. I mean, he's just very much just the way he says it with such fear, like detective. And he knows he knows how good Batman is and it. And it shows in this episode. Yeah, and then you get those assassins who attack them. Mm-hmm. And there is, I don't know if it, it never struck me as much as it struck me when I was watching it for uh, talking about it tonight. But the the way that when Batman's kicking those assassins' asses, and yeah. then and you just see Raish go, yes. And, and you realize, you know, later that yeah. you're like, he <laughs> is, he is like just, got like a hard on at this point because mm-hmm. Batman is everything that he, you know, he, he's the, he's the, he's the advertised goods. 
It's he, like, he's everything that he'd want his son to be. To be. Yes. Yes. Because that's what he mentions later on. I mean, he doesn't have a son. He has a daughter. So it's like, all right, now I need to pick somebody who's worthy of my daughter to continue my name. And he's seeing and putting Batman through the ringer and seeing him kick all these guys' asses. He's like, yes, this is the guy. This is who I've been looking for probably for God knows how long because we know how old he is. You know, he's been, you know, God knows how long he's been searching for maybe somebody like this. And he's yeah, for, for yeah. an heir, you know. Yeah. He's licking his chops when all this stuff's happening. He's like, yes. And then, of course, Batman questions one of those goons and everything to try. By to the way, that goon is a mm. is a very well-known voice actor, by Ooh. the way. Frank Ooh. Welker. OK, that sounds familiar, but I'm, what's his every work? animal you have ever <laughs> heard in a cartoon? OK, is Frank Welker. He okay. is every bird, cat, dog, um, when we were growing up, remember Tasmania? Mm, yeah, I do. He was Taz. He's okay. Taz in the, did you remember the Page Master? Yeah, I remember that with Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay that, Culkin that, yeah, yeah. He, he was the voice of horror. Lloyd, right? yeah, he was the voice of horror. Yeah. Okay. I so, remember seeing that a long time ago. But yeah, every every sound effect, every animal that you have heard, you know, any talking animal or anything, like, yeah, it's Frank Welker. So okay. it's so weird to actually hear him like speak like in a human voice <laughs> <laughs> and something different. Uh, and then uh, and then I love uh, this bit here to erase um, when they talk about the rainforest, when they're walking through and they're talking about the rainforest and how in race is talking about how it's dying, you know, and how yeah, cause they're um, Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, because they go to Malaysia. Yeah, like I said, this is a globe trotting fucking episode. So yes, now we're we're into uh, Malaysia, and then of course he starts talking about that. And I love how Bruce kind of gets defensive. You know, he gets offensive. He's like, hey, the Wayne Foundation, like, we throw a bunch of money at stuff. And Rachel's all, what's your money going to do for this? Are you kidding me? Money? Ha! And it's just kind of, it's just, it was just kind of like a, an interesting back and forth because obviously, um, he was, you know, Bruce was kind of offended. Batman, you know, he was kind of offended by it because it's like, hey, I do my part. And then Rachel's all, hey, your part is money. What's money going to do when it comes to all this? Yeah, you yeah. Know? They're, they're, they're cutting these rainforests down faster than your money could even possibly exactly. try. To save, which is also great because for those who knew the race character, not us at the time, but to know that his whole motivation is an eco-terrorist. Yes. Like, like I mean, we've had Poison Ivy as an eco-terrorist, but Rachel Ghoul is like on a whole nother like, level. like you know, we've got like in a an immortal demigod eco-terrorist here and like it, he is all about we we should respect the we should serve the planet we shouldn't be bending the planet to our will and it's so great because that's his entire character motivation and what yeah. a great conversation i'm glad you brought the conversation because it's like yeah. it just lays it out right there Big time. And yeah, so I, I just I, I wanted to make note of that because it's just it shows. Yeah, like it shows like why he's doing this kind of stuff. And I mean, has there ever been like a Rachel Ghoul and Poison Ivy like team up book or anything? Probably has or had to have been. There had to have been at some yeah. point. I just, you know, nothing comes Pop. to mind. But those two care. I mean, if a writer in the last, you know, what, 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 what 50 years has not done that 
somebody hasn't been doing their flipping job. <laughs> yeah, there's got to be something out there, but it needs to be something that, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll see more of that, something like that in the future too. But, uh, and then, uh, so as they're walking through and then they, uh, they re reach like this little, like, I guess you could say kind of like a temple kind of thing. Or it was whatever. a temple. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it definitely has a uh, Hindu uh, iconography inside of the temple and the statues too kind yeah. of have the same little thing and then of course uh a, you know a door comes down a panther comes out which is not want something that you want to want to happen you don't want to be trapped in somewhere with a with a panther but man does batman do a good job he uses I, this is what i love i love how he uses the cape and cowl to just kind of like hey i know how to get this uh get this guy get this cat right here which he uses that to basically trap him in the cape and then of course knock him out with some kind of gas or whatever the hell and oh, uh, by the way what is this cape made out of that a I don't panther <laughs> can't like just tear its way out of it i mean wow, I come on man it's the bat costume <laughs> it is but we but we've seen but you know we've seen yeah, like bullets like tear through it so you're telling yeah. me you're telling me that that you know that cape is gonna <laughs> hold up like that Oh man, I mean, there's just so many things that you just reminded me of, like, like a dark night when he talks about it, like when he's stitching himself up and he's like, you know, you know, I got attached by a dog and he goes, it was a big dog, you know, it's like <laughs> I need more, more armor, you know, it's just like, yeah, sometimes the costume could stop bullets, but man, when you get a dog gnawing at your arm, that really kind of just uh, that got you right there. But yeah, I know it's like you got to really suspend the disbelief when it comes to the bat suit. By the way, I did a little I did a quick little Googling. And mm. while I could not pull up anything readily, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm just saying though I couldn't pull up anything readily of incontinuity team ups between Rachel Ghoul and Poison Ivy. Tom Taylor did tackle that at some point uh, during his run doing the Injustice comics. OK, so that there's something out there. I don't know. It seems to me like. They need to team up again or something like that. I don't know. Maybe somebody can. I don't know. We'll see. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see like a full on something in the future or something like that. Someone's going to try to tackle it again. Just just by just. And that's just us just talking about this episode and realizing who uh, Raish is and w what's his motivations for what he's doing. You know, so. But uh, yeah, so we get in there and of course he takes on the uh, the uh, the Panther. And uh, and then, of course, uh, Ubu just kind of strong dude oh my god <laughs> smashes through a steel door i mean seriously yeah Oof, i was like wow okay i mean you just needed him for sure um and and then of course uh you know he sees that and then of course they find find the map of the himalayas which is another clue and of course again Raish is uh he's he's impressed by you know obviously what batman did and then of course we get this sarcastic after you oh, oh before then though okay. you know he starts coughing again oh yeah and, yeah. and ubu lets slip about the pit you know mm -hmm. so i love it how they tease the pit there's even batman goes pit, pit. like yeah yeah but yeah. uh but yes the after you <laughs> and then and then i love it how, how uber goes hmm and then yeah. batman goes ah yeah i see how this is <laughs> because he yeah. didn't stop him before he went into the temple so mm -hmm. it's like once again if you're paying attention they they wrote in all the clues you needed to see 100%. what was what was going on so it was i i love that yeah i love that too and then now we get to the 
we get to the variant uh, Batman with the uh, the furry coat, and of course he's going to be dropping out of the copter, and then of course little little surprise, little twist, where which is as his parachute goes off, and he's just kind of you know um, just in there in the in the sky, and all of a sudden a missile just goes right by him and just blows up the copter, and it was just like what what? Of course, when you're younger, you're like, huh? But of oh. course, we know, yeah. We yeah, know that exactly. they weren't actually in there, but and then of course a bunch of fires like they're just like shooting at Batman. So of course he just like goes, click. Let me just get out of this damn thing. I'm a freaking you know literally a sitting duck over here. Like, uh, and then and then of course you know it, it, there's a lot of uh, Batman utilizing clothing to distract things because then he's got the the fur coat that's like in the the snow and all the guys that show up on the skis they just start shooting at the coat thinking that he might just be laying there, but of course he's not and takes him out as he does because you know he we, we didn't mention it back with the panther mm. in malaysia that one i do love the fact that when the when the panther starts slinking i love the fact that batman like did the whole thing where he like did the the cape envelops yeah. himself kind of deal yeah. and then he <laughs> threw the cape up to distract the panther the same way that he mm -hmm. uses the coat with these gunmen to mm -hmm. distract them and of course then you just feel bad for batman because there he is you know in his tights walking around <laughs> in the freaking himalayas <laughs> freezing his ballies off right there for sure i know it's like and you can see him too like when he gets done he's like <sighs> and you see the the cold like you actually they that the, again the animation really top notch in this uh, in this episode you got the the breath you got a nice little sky in the background and stuff like that but it's just they wanted to emphasize it's like all right kind of tired cold and he's breathing hard and you just see the breath coming out of his mouth which i oh, thought yeah because cool. te uh, technically also because we're in the himalayas yes the <laughs> air is thin as hell like there's that no too. there's no oxygen no and that's got to be that's got to be yeah that's got to be taxing to your system right there to just go right into that um you know because they always talk about like when people climb shit or even go yeah you always try to prepare yourself before well, because you go there's always the like, there's always like stations that you have to sit at to yep. like acclimate your body to you know the oxygen level at that height and so yeah, yeah. And then there's like a little like uh, entrance to, um, you know, wherever. Well, where he finds Robin, who's tied up to a chair. And poor Robin. He's been what? Sitting in his costume just for two, three days. Probably more. I mean, and probably I more because because he thinks he's been in the cave for two days. He yeah. was already missing for two days before Batman even started, you know, this adventure in the first place. So, mm -hmm. um yeah, that he just smell. He probably smells kind of ripe right now. He's a little ripe. He's a little ripe in that. Yeah, Alfred's gonna have. Uh, you know, he's gonna have some fun washing that costume. That's for sure. Whew, L let's just make a new one. Yeah, little baking soda. Just a <laughs> laundry tip. Baking soda gets rid of that smell. There you go. Well, there you go. And I'm sure Alfred knows that. He knows everything. Probably knows some other secret, ancient Chinese secret, huh? Um, that's a that's a deep pull from like an old commercial. Anyways, um, <laughs> so yeah, he's strapped to a chair, and then of course there's a bunch of masked goons that. And I love this too. It's like a it's a it's a little it's a little thing that happens in Batman the animated series where you know Batman's kicking some ass and someone's just watching. Just kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, so we get we get Robin just kind of going, huh, like. <laughs> just watching back well, yeah, can't just like, yeah because it's just like what um yeah, candace did that yeah. i think in two-face uh -huh. part one yeah remind me of that because it's just like batman's kicking all kinds of ass and you're just seeing the point of view of somebody who's just watching and this time it's robin because he can't do anything because he's you know strapped to the chair and uh yeah it's just kind of and it kind of makes you kind of go like yeah i mean batman's the best he took them all out and he didn't even need robin's help and it's just like and he's 
you know, I mean, this is why maybe, you know, he looks up to, well, not only because, you know, Bruce adopted him, but, you know, I, I, I get why his picture was on his, his dresser. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. We get it. Of course, I love it when he, when he, he, he kicks all the ass and then he uh -huh. unties Robin and he just hear the clapping. Like, yep. and then, which by the way, before, before we get to the big reveal about, you know, <gasps> Rage, did, you know, this <laughs> whole thing, right? I want I want to take a moment to show respect to Raish's fashion sense, you know, because the dude's wearing a green suit. I mean, green, green coat, green pants with a tie and in a very stylish, you know, gold trimmed green cape. I mean, that's 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 a it's fashion stylish. right there. Oh, no, it's good. It's good stuff. It's really good. And uh and uh, and then, of course, you know, he obviously Batman knows he and he, I love how he quickly just grabs like the the the, the or the helmet, whatever the helmet hood, yeah. something, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He just grabs it off because he knows. And then, of course, you know, Rach goes, yeah, but when did you know? And then, of course, he starts explaining all the all the uh, the convenient stuff that was happening, you know, especially when there was like a certain time when they were in uh, whatchamacallit in the. You know, he didn't go first that time in Malaysia. Like Batman yeah. went, yes, no, Batman went first. Yeah, I love the fact though that he basically calls all the way back to the Bat Cave. Going, yeah. you said they were abducted on the same night. Yeah, how would you know that? <laughs> Unless I was the one who abducted them. Oh, like David mm -hmm. Warner. Oh God, he's man, so good. God, he's so good. I watched Tron like fucking like probably a month ago, maybe less. Master control. You. Oh, oh my god! I mean, that voice is just there too. Because when he plays the villain, when he tell it plays that type, it's just, it's just a presence. It's a presence in his voice right there. And then, of course, we get, uh, we get the fact. Yeah, hey, you know, all of a sudden uh, he starts mentioning about Talia, and then there she is. There yeah, she that's is. a gorgeous. that's an outfit. <laughs> that's an I mean, outfit. you want to talk about showing the hourglass figure? It shows the hourglass figure. That's her name, sure. Yeah, stomach <laughs> exposed, hips a little bit. Yeah, oh, I mean, like like half her hips are like yes, hanging it's out. It's low. Yeah, they're not high rise uh, pants she's wearing. It's low rise. It's and, showing. And then, and then you get like the and then you got like the boob window and yep. like the, the, the crop top <laughs> basically that she's wearing. I mean, oh man, that that's like full on like belly dancer outfit totally. that she's That's wearing what I was too like a something jasmine would wear you know or something too like yeah something like that yeah and uh yeah they went for it and uh and then robin and i love how clueless clueless robin is he's like what the fuck is going is on going on he has, you have a history with these people what is happening like he has no clue what's going on and, he's and, just and, and batman's yeah. like i'm 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 done with this bullshit yeah you know, i'm ready let's you ready to go and yeah, Rob was like, "Well, it was just getting interesting." I love, <laughs> I love Lauren Lester's delivery of that is fabulous because it's funny. Yeah, but it's not like a one-liner. It's like this dry kind of. All right, we're just getting interesting. Okay. Yeah, I was just, I was just starting to figure out what was going on. Apparently, this woman loves you. <laughs> She's like in love with you and all this stuff. Oh and man, that guy is her dad. Yeah, and, and apparently he puts you through all this by kidnapping me. I, I was just like, what the? I'm like, he's probably just going. Yeah, it's just getting interesting. I reek under this costume right now. I need a shower. Uh, you know. Now, like, by the way, what I wanted to point out because now's the time. When mm. the reveal of Talia happens, yeah, uh, the issue that this episode is directly adapted from—that's where the issue ends. 
Mm. Oh, that's where. Oh, okay. So we'll use it as a cliffhanger right there. Actually, it's not even a cliffhanger because the next issue, 233, doesn't pick up. Does, doesn't pick up. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. When, when we, by the time we move on to what becomes part two of this episode, and I'll, I'll mention it again next week, um, mm. that's not until 12 issues later. Oh, wow. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, there you I, go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, so 232 just sort of ends with, you know, because we don't get like the Lazarus Pit reveal or anything like that in the comic. You just get the, oh, this guy is Talia's dad. And like, that's the big dun, dun, dun of that issue. Interesting. No, it would have been, I mean, it could have been a cliffhanger with this one too, but I think no, the, we would have missed yeah. out on. Yeah, no, the, I'm, the, I'm just saying, yes, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it, there's a, yeah, I could see how it could be a cliffhanger, but yes, we get a better cliffhanger. Well, because we don't need the cliffhanger in the animated series yeah, because we already off, know her. We already know her. off yeah. balance already mm -hmm. clued us into that. So, good point, good point right there. But yes, all of a sudden he starts, you know, as he's upset that Batman, of course, doesn't. Uh, want to, and then of course the strike three happens. <laughs> oh god, because I love because he's like walking out, and Uber's like yeah. the master, the the master did not give you permission to leave. I didn't ask. <laughs> he's like I didn't ask for it, and then all of a sudden, yeah, they have like a little, you know, something. To, I mean, I love how he just grabs like his fist and just starts just squeezing cracking it the cracking. Yeah, you hear that cracking noise? I'm like, there you go. Strike fucking three right there. But then of course, raw race is just starting to uh, really just lose it. Gasping for air, pretty much falling over, dying almost. By the way, how unprogressive is it that, that, that race is like, I didn't have any sons and I must yeah. have a man yes. to continue my work. And I'm just like, dude, true, true. Dude. Especially, yeah. especially in the comics, when you know where Talia goes, it's like, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's been around. He's been around for a while, so yeah, you know, yeah. he has to, he has to learn a little, uh, some little things. But I mean, obviously, he reveals that this whole thing was just to be like, hey, you're you're the one. You're like my un like you're you're my unborn child, essentially. Like you're you're who I wanted as a as a. I need as a you to be writer. the next Ray Shaw Ghoul. Exactly, yeah. essentially. Uh, but yeah, so then all of a sudden we get to the Lazarus Pit. I mean, and it's just like it's such a like okay what is happening here if you didn't know anything that was going on you're you're i mean you're i mean obviously batman doesn't know what's going on but dick i mean robin's going like what am i in what is this has just been the weirdest week of my life <laughs> right here Jesus I mean, Christ. and they go into this big cave i i yeah. appreciate the quality of batman that he just got put through all of this and he's willing to listen to talia and carry this dying man's body to wherever they say like that yeah. that's once again that's this aspect of batman that's like here's race he's dying batman's willing to help yeah because you what know? else are they gonna do like you know they're out like they're up here they're like they're not gonna be able to like go anywhere get a doctor get to a hospital or anything like that if there's something that can save him then by 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 gosh let it let it happen. And here's the scene right here, which is just such a great cliffhanger for this for this episode. And it's just the way it's done, too, is just really cool. Oh, God, the music, the, the music and then the sound and everything. I like how uh, Robin doesn't have his utility belt also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like how they put him on there with his, <laughs> with his hands crossed like that. And of course, it's like bubbling and boiling. Yep. Oh. 
killed him. Yeah, <laughs> automatically he's like, no, we've killed him. All is well. Oh, and this right here. Oh, just look at that. The That's red just... eyes. And the fire. fire coming out of it. Yeah. Oh, and it's all that glowing green. And it just leaps out, man. It's so dramatic. It's like, does this happen every time he goes into the Lazarus pit? Right? I know. <laughs> Is it always like this? And then he's just like, here I am. And then he starts <laughs> laughing. Oh, God. And then the way he like, like bear hugs her right uh -huh. there. And then just like, all right, I'm just going to throw you off here. And he just kicks Batman's ass. <laughs> Literally kicks it. Yep. Oh, man. This is one of the best part one injuries ever. Yes. I and the music. So good. Oh, so good. That's a way to that's a way to send it off. And again, you know, we we you never know if something's gonna be a part one at all. So just to see that, you're like, holy shit. And then just watching right now, you're like, yeah, such a good way to end the episode, part one. Ooh. Good. Yeah, and, and really, and since I said that, you know, the issue this is adapting wasn't a part one. It was no. a, it, it was a, it was you know a one and done story, and it, they just came back to it you know, a year later, basically. And Perfect. it's, I, I love it. It's just so good. Yeah, it's so freaking good. Yeah, this is top tier, top tier episode. I'm trying to remember, like, if it, does it does it, you know, we always talk about part one, always a strong one. Is part two going to be? You know, no, no, no. Like this is one of those where that kept strong. I, you know, I think this is one, and I'm trying to. Rem I, I, of course, I remember very clearly how part two ends. It's so mm -hmm. iconic. It's also a very direct adaptation of you know the issue that it's based on. Uh, but I think this is one where as far as like the setup slash action quotient is probably one of the most balanced of okay. a two-parter that I can remember because, you know, we're not dealing with, you know, like a clay face or a two face issue where the animation changes drastically from one episode to the other. We're in more of like a shadow of the bat situation where you watch part one and part two and they look like they are of a piece. Yes. They look like they're the same. One, yeah. But we talked about with Shadow of the Bat how part one had all the setup and part two had all, you know, the action. Okay. Um, but I, and I think we felt the same way about Two Face. No, no, Two Face. Yeah. Um, Feet of Clay. I think we Feet felt, Clay, yeah. we felt was, the same way. Yeah. But I think Demon's Quest is one that, like, you can watch part one and really enjoy it. And then you can watch part two and really enjoy it. But we'll revisit that next week. Yeah, of course. That's what we'll be doing next week. That's right, guys. Part due um, for next week for the Demon's Quest. And uh, yeah, man, just a good episode. And uh, yeah, everything. I don't know. It's just it's top tier. Could be very much in a top 10 situation when it comes to this. You know, I think uh, eventually when it comes to season one, we'll do an episode where we kind of just rank off or maybe our top 10 or something or top five or something. It'll be, yeah, that'll be fun. You know, we are really yeah. close to the end of season one. We are. We're getting very close because there's like what, 64, 65 episodes, 66 maybe? Okay, maybe. hold on, hold on, hold on. Because yeah. I, um, I, I know off the top of my head, we've got episodes like 
because so we got Demon's Quest Part Two, and then mm-hmm. we've got uh, his Silicon Soul, and then we've got oh we yeah after after Demon's Quest uh, Part Two yeah we got his uh, his Silicon Soul Fire from Olympus. Yes. Read my lips, my lips. and the worry men. So that's that's it. it. That's the end that's of season it. one. Yeah, crazy man. So, uh, and then I think you and I have talked about it. That after that, I mean, that yeah, is massive. The phantasm, yeah. like that's yeah. production wise. That's where we slotted in. So, mm-hmm. definitely, that's going to be great to revisit because I haven't watched that in so long. Oh, uh, you haven't? Oh, oh it's been a while. It's been a while. Now, it hasn't been like two, like two, like a long, <laughs> long time, but it's just been, it's been a couple, a couple few years for sure. But, oh, see, for me, yeah. it's been like months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I thought about too, like, cause it's on HBO Max, right? Oh yeah, it's on HBO yeah, yeah. Max. Yeah. I thought about like firing it up, but I think after when we started doing this, I was like, now nah, I'll wait till like it comes time to when, when we have a, uh, an episode where we talk about it. So that's going to be fun. But yes, guys, there's the Demon's Quest part one. Uh, make sure you guys watch part two and uh, join us next week uh, on Batman the Fanimated Stream. And uh, hopefully we'll have great things to say about it. And hopefully, you know, Robin will have a shower by then because yeah. he needs it. I can smell him just by watching the episode. He's, he's reeking. He's reeking. Anything else to add to this episode? think we have said this is i mean honestly i mean i love it when we get to these great episodes and like Mm -hmm. the discussion just goes on like there's nothing to add at the end because it's like we just we couldn't stop talking about it while we were talking about it pretty much pretty much and yes we uh we did mention we mentioned it with the the first uh time we saw talia that yes helen slater is the voice uh supergirl herself uh, somebody mentioned that in the uh, in the uh, in the chat. And I thought, yeah, and I looked at the voice of Ubu because I was like, "Who is this guy?" And uh, no, he's nobody, a, right? Uh, well, he's done some stuff. He's he's a Fijian oh. actor. Uh, the okay. only, but literally, I, only one movie he appears in have I actually seen because hmm. he was actually a pawnbroker in Paycheck. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! Anybody anybody knows uh, what paycheck it? It's one of John Woo's. Like he, it was one of his last movies before he took a break, right? It was. I think paycheck was one of his last ones before he took this. It was not because it was ninety nine. Yeah, Affleck ben and Affleck. Thurman. Yeah, and, it, and watching John Woo do a Philip K. Dick story, which yeah. is two two things that have never been further apart. I'm telling you, I mean, yeah, and it was funny too because I, I was on kind of a Mission Impossible kick yesterday. I had I, I watched the, the the first one, De Palma, which is still arguably oh, my favorite. Yeah, it's my yeah, favorite. I just had it on as I was working on. I was writing my video that I did yesterday, and I was like, all right, I'm just gonna put Mission Impossible. On. I just feel like watching Mission Impossible. And then I went, fuck it, I'm gonna watch the sequel, and it's a, such a drastic turn. Oh, I, it gives me such <laughs> yeah. whiplash. Yeah, oh, <laughs> but I love it. That's what I love, and I just love John Woo. That's all. But yeah, you're right though it's like to have john woo integrated into certain genres especially existing stuff i mean obviously mission impossible 2 different thing i mean yeah it's an existing uh ip but it's a whole different story but yeah to to be put into that world to combine those two yeah that's pretty uh it's it's not a bad movie for no sure. it's a very entertaining movie actually. yeah it's an entertaining movie i mean yeah i you know i remember watching it and digging it so but yeah the woo man and of course he's gonna be coming out with something uh soon which i'm looking forward to but anyways guys uh thank you uh for spending some time with us talking about this episode always a lot of fun go ahead scott send us off 
Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, for podcasts can be found, which, by the way, we just dropped our last, ep- our latest episode two hours ago. Yes. It is a it is a continuation of our The Batman Scene by Scene podcast, where Batman's interrogating the Penguin in his office, and we meet Selena Kyle for the very first time. So you can catch that in your podcast feed right now. We're on Vero Facebook YouTube, and you can still find the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. I will go ahead and tease that over at patreon.com slash squadcast media our batman forever review is out and our next review on squadcast movies patreon will be 300 nice love it love it all right guys smash that like thumbs up before you leave make sure you're subscribed hit that notification bell all that stuff all the uh patreon the sock meds are down below all right guys we'll see you next week same bat time same bat channel talk to you later